Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 54 of the Holding Court podcast. Today, we'll share a special nomination that Justin just received. We'll also welcome special guest Edwin Rios of the Los Angeles Dodgers. We'll check in and hear how his road to recovery is going, learn how he's staying connected to the team, and find out his sleeper pick for funniest teammate. All coming up right now on Holding Court. Boom. Hello there. Hi. Congratulations on your fourth Roberto Clemente nomination. Thank you. I'm it's excited. A, your teammates vote on this, correct? Or is it a league nomination? I have no idea how it works. Okay. I don't know how I get nominated, but it's definitely an honor. That we got nominated. Oh, we. Not me. We. They need a female version of the Roberto. The Roberta Clemente. <laughs> well, I think everyone's well aware that there's no Justin Turner Foundation without you. So I don't want to overstep and say that this award would mean more to you than like an MVP award. But I feel like that's probably accurate, at least for me. I just think knowing it's an on and off the field award and how much this means and how much he meant to everyone i think i don't know is that accurate yeah this one's hard to talk about because you know the stuff that we do off the field isn't done for recognition and for awards you know we do it because we want to give back to the community so to say beforehand like oh this would mean more than mvp like i don't know how i feel about that but I think if I did receive the war award, uh, looking back on it, it would definitely be one of the things I was most proud of by far. Yeah, it's true. And you don't, I mean, there's so many things that we do and that other guys do that aren't, we don't really broadcast or talk about. And obviously we've talked about this before with that kind of, fine line of talking about what we do to inspire other people to showcase causes that need attention and just that like fine line of talking about it and saying oh look what we did but I think what we have come to the conclusion of is that it does inspire other people Mm -hmm. and we know that because we get the messages and we get the emails and also through you know, work through the children's hospital and through the dream center, we're able to see the impact that we've had. And even just, um, donating platelets and blood. If a few weeks ago, it felt weird to say, Oh, here's our photo, do this. But I mean, the blood donor center at CHLA was booked solid because we were able to share. So I think you have to play it right. And I think people can tell and they can get a feel for authenticity and, and people that are being transparent with what they're doing. So I think we take pride in how we go about everything. And like you said, it's not about the award, but it is nice to know that people are noticing what you're doing in the community. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's definitely a fine line. And I, I have that like little tug of war, even on like social media, when um, people are like posting on Instagram and Instagram stories and you almost feel like maybe you're, reposting them too much but at the same time you want to show appreciation to the people who are supporting you and posting about you so um you know I kind of had that tug of war this morning with a few people who posted you know Vayner Sports always posts and uh, Vince's Market and some of the other like small restaurants yeah (laughs) Des posted so 
um, you know, we appreciate everyone's support and, and putting it out on their social for us. So I just want to show gratitude for that and, and repost all of them. But at the same time, it's like, Oh man, like, am I posting this too much? Are people going to get like upset that they keep seeing it over and over again? But at the same time, want to be appreciative. Yeah. And the words a lot of times are so beautiful, like does his post and mm-hmm. well, his mom's post on behalf of Des, but it's just so sweet. And yeah. obviously it gets us in the feels. And so, you know, you want to share that and share that with other people and also people that donate to the foundation yep. for them to know what we're doing in the community. I think we do have that obligation as well. So I'm just excited four times. Let's do it. Fourth time is a charm. Isn't that the saying? It's one of those where it's obviously you want to win the final. So if, obviously if you're not familiar, 30 teams nominate their player and then normally it's after right after the world series this year they did it i think virtual a couple weeks later normally it's during the world series like game two like at the end yeah but last year it was adam wainwright that won and they did i think just a virtual announcement a couple Mm -hmm. weeks after the world series but this is one of those like it's an honor to be nominated and i get really excited seeing those awards especially on our team with how many guys are so active um, in the community and through foundations and guys are starting their foundations. And that's something, and I talked about this in, in my press conference. Um, you know, the goal is to obviously impact people's lives and give back to the community. But I think that the next important thing is to influence the other guys in the clubhouse to get out and get involved in the community and, and show them how much they can impact people's lives by starting their own foundations. And we've had a lot of guys kind of take that step. Yeah. I love that for sure. So congratulations again. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I have to say our guests today that we're having on, you've been ever since he said that he would come on, you've been very fired up. I know you miss him a lot. So I think I'm going to let you take the reins on this one as I'm going to pass my past. I'm going to pass my hosting duties over to you. I feel like y'all can talk for hours and hours and hours. So we'll try to I know I'm a little nervous. Keep it short, but how do you feel about taking the chair? You're putting a lot of pressure on me right now. Honestly, it's a lot harder than it looks. It really does seem like I just sit in this chair and hit record and phone it in every week, but there's so (laughs) much (laughs) preparation that goes into it. Well, yeah, it is a lot of work and I am a little nervous, but I think we'll be fine and I it's a good segue because Roberto Clemente Award, talking about that and then transitioning to our guy Edwin Rios, who is Puerto Rican, and obviously Roberto means a lot to him. Yeah. Um, and we'll try to ask him a little bit about him as let's, well. Let's do it. Let's get him on. Let's do it. Edwin Rios, my guy. <laughs> How we doing, buddy? Good, good, man. Just uh, you know, out here in the desert, uh, trying not to melt. uh, (laughs) I know what you mean. I'm doing all right. I know what you mean. Well, (laughs) thank you. uh, Thank you so much for coming on here with Court and I. Uh, We appreciate your time. We know it's a little late out there, and uh, I know that the mornings can come pretty early when, uh, you know, you're going through your rehab and stuff. So we really appreciate it, and I think a lot of people are excited and and can't wait to hear what you have to say. So, Of course. Of course. Any time for you guys. All right. Well, let's jump right into it. We got a... We got some stuff to go through here, and then we got a bunch of questions that we got from uh, our listeners that 
that had, they had some pretty good questions for you. So, uh, but before we get into anything, you know, uh, last week, Roberto Clemente day, um, you being Puerto Rican, uh, obviously that has probably a little bit more meaning to you. And I just want to give you a chance to talk about him and what it means to you and, and, um, what it means to the whole Island of Puerto Rico to, to have that day, uh, recognized by MLB. Um, no, it means the world. Um, you know, me being Puerto Rican, um, like you said, and, uh, you know, all my friends that I grew up with, my, my family, you know, always talking about Roberto Clemente, you know, unfortunately I wasn't able to see him, you know, play, but, you know, just being able to see his highlights, being able to read about all the things he, he did for his community. And, um, it's something special. It's something, you know, you kind of want to live in that, in that image or, you know, just be like him in a sense. And, uh, you know, as every Puerto Rican, we, you know, we strive to be like Roberto Clemente and, you know, for us to have that day is, uh, it's, it's pretty special. And, um, you know, we, we thank him for a lot of things, you know, obviously, you know, Jackie, um, breaking all the borders, but then, you know, for us, you know, we have, we have Roberto Clemente and that's, that's our guy and, uh, we love him. Yeah. I think it's awesome that MLB recognizes him and obviously everything off the field, um, he did was incredible to go along with the outstanding baseball player that he was. But actually this year, I'm not even sure if you are aware of this, they're taking it one step further, um, for the Roberto Clemente award. They're letting the nominees from each team actually wear 21, um, on Roberto. Yeah. So we're going to go, we, we wore 21 for Roberto Clemente day. So hopefully, I mean, hopefully they continue to move forward and, and recognize them. And I think the entire league should, should wear 21 on Roberto Clemente day. I agree. I agree. But you know, you know, little steps, um, you know, sometimes we get caught up in, you know, wanting everything at once, but uh, we'll take, uh, we'll take the small victories and, and that, uh, that'll be special. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, all right. Well, moving along here, uh, I want to talk about a special message you got this year on opening day, ring day, <laughs> ring ceremony day. Uh, I believe it was Ichiro for you. Oh, yeah. Right. And I, I just, yep. I got to know, like, how did that message come about? What were you thinking when he was talking up there? And, and by far, to me, that was the funniest message of the day. <laughs> Um, so growing up, I was, uh, I was always the fast guy on the team, believe it or not. I was always the leadoff hitter. And, um, you know, Ichiro was my favorite. I used to, you know, try to replicate his stand. I would wear his number all the time. 51 was my favorite number for, for a long time. And, you know, when, you know, Sue, Sue asked me, yo, what's, who's your, who's, you know, who's your favorite player? And I was like, man, it's tough, you know, cause obviously, those players change when, you know, once you're growing and stuff. And, uh, I was like, man, Ichiro, Ichiro is probably the player I, I, I love the most, you know, for, for the longest period of time. And, um, to be honest, I was, I was not expecting that. I, I mean, I'm standing there, you know, outside the dugout and Ichiro's, um, talking to me in Spanish and telling me to give him <laughs> my ring. You know, I'm like, man, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was uh, it was a special moment. Um, you know, my mom being in the stands, you know, just, she just knowing how much I, you know, I loved each row growing up. Uh, it was, a, it was a pretty cool, surreal moment. Uh, hope, I mean, hopefully it doesn't make me give, you know, 
hopefully I can keep my ring. <laughs> but, uh, um, I mean, it, it was it was a cool moment. Well, it's crazy because, you know, I got asked, I think we all got asked in spring training, like, hey, who's your yeah, favorite player? Yeah. Like, kind of whatever. And um, once I saw the videos coming, I was, like, trying to think back. I'm like, man, who did I say Same. my favorite player was? Same. Like, who's Same. my video going to be? So you, so you had no idea it was going to be Ichiro. No, no, know. I didn't know Ichiro. Yeah, because I gave, like, I gave like two or like I think it was I gave like two or three names. Yeah. So I just I, I was like, man, like who is it gonna be? And I honestly I didn't at all I really didn't think it was gonna be Ichiro. So when they asked you the names in spring training, they didn't say that it was gonna have anything to do with this player. No, no, it was. Yeah, it was just it was it was just a random question. I, I don't know. We were just in the I think it was like the green room. Yeah, in spring training. Yeah, I thought and it was going to be a part of the, like so you're the doing Jumbotron like the thing. this or that or the what's yes, in the box, yes, and then they're like, what's yes, your yes. Play? So then they ask you a fair player. So I'm like, okay, I guess I'm just just going to be on the jumbotron or something during the season or whatever. And then it's like they start pulling out the videos. I was like, holy crap! Yeah, exactly. I wonder if anyone yeah. would have given a different answer if they knew that that player was going to be a part of the ring ceremony. I think some guys said that they would give a different answer, but probably, but I'm not going to throw them under the bus who <laughs> said that because obviously someone made a video for them and I don't want to you oh, know, throw okay. salt on whoever made the video I'm, for that guy. I'm just glad. I'm just glad my guy didn't sing me a song. <laughs> you didn't like the Bronson Arroyo Walker Bueller? No, no, it was funny. That, that was took funny. a turn that was real funny. quick. Yeah, yeah. That came out of nowhere. I felt like we were like watching someone's full experience right there. I was like, I don't know yeah. what I'm witnessing. <laughs> oh, I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I honestly didn't know how to feel about it. I was like, this is cool. But then it just like longer it got, I was like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was, yeah, that was funny. That was funny. Um, yeah. Well, since we're talking about championships and rings, uh, one of the cool things I thought that we made sure happened was, even though you were rehabbing and, and you had your shoulder surgery, uh, we got to take a trip to DC and go to the white house. So, um, I want to ask you what that trip, what that trip meant to you and let you talk about your experience in the white house and, and how much fun you had. Did you enjoy it? Uh, what'd you think? For sure. For sure. You know, I was, I was here rehabbing and, um, there was rumors that, you know, the White House thing was going to happen with this whole COVID thing. And I was just like over here, like, man, like just crossing my fingers, like, you know, hopefully, you know, I get to go. And, you know, it was, uh, it was just, just awesome. You know, that I was you know, obviously able to go since I was here, but, um, it was special, you know, those, that's, that's an opportunity. I, I feel like you just, you know, you don't turn down, you know, I, I don't know when, you know, I'll be in the White House again, you know, like you just, you just never know. You know, and it's one of those things where, you know, I'll be able to tell my kids, you know, tell my family, you know, that I was in the White House with, you know, Secret Service and <laughs> the president and all those things. And just being able, you know, just being able to walk through the White House and seeing I mean, how antique and old it was and how just people just lived there for four to eight years. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. And um, definitely, you know, one of those uh surreal things that, you know, it's kind of like you just don't feel like it's real, but, you know, it is. And uh, I definitely enjoyed it and, and had a lot of fun with the guys and, you know, just try to look as sharp as possible. So Yeah, you look good, man. You you looked real sharp in there. Not not as sharp as Joe Kelly, but you, you look good, bro. You look good. And yeah, I got yeah. to tell you, uh, you know, 
you're one of my favorite teammates of all time. Uh, I think we just have so much fun in the clubhouse on the field. For sure. Enjoy it. And so I was, I was so happy that, that you were there and, uh, we got to do a team dinner, um, the night we got in and go oh, have yeah. some good food and tell some stories. And I thought I, I was just so excited that we made sure that you were there for that. Cause you were such a big part of that 2020 run and you hit a couple big homers for us. And obviously <laughs> I'm a little jealous of you, uh, you know, getting to be on the field for that last out, but I couldn't be more happy if, if, if it was anyone else. I'm glad it was you, man. That was, I, I, <laughs> if it was someone it. else, that I, means I, a lot. I wouldn't have, I don't know how I'd have taken it, but <laughs> I, appreciate it. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, it was, uh, it was crazy, man. I honestly thought it was a joke. I just thought there was just no way this is actually happening. I'm like, come on. It's literally two or more innings, man. <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, man, I appreciate you saying that. No, of course. Uh, hey, speaking of the ring, too, have have you worn it anywhere? Have you worn it out other than, I think, I, you brought it to the White House, right? Did you wear it in the White House? Uh, yes, I wore it in the White House, and no, I haven't worn it. I, I put it in a safe. Oh, it's in a safe. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't trust myself. I hear you. I hear I, you. I, you I think I wore mine the next morning when I had breakfast. <laughs> I wore it for breakfast, and uh, and then the only other time I've worn it so far is is to go to the White House. I know, yeah, I man. Like it's, just, it's one uh, of those like retirement things. I think, like, I feel like you see yeah. former players that wear it to like yeah. alumni events, or I feel like Oral yep, wears yep. this all the time. But I don't know. It's yeah, yeah, and I I, I leave my wallet everywhere. <laughs> so and I you know I I misplace things all the time, and I I just don't want my heart to drop. When you know I'm looking for that ring and I can't find it, no, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> you know no. the one, the one thing about like, you know, the guys from '88, they wear their rings all the time. You see Ronce and yeah. and Oral and those guys, but that ring is a little more subtle That's than the true. ones yeah. they gave us. Like it these is. things are it like is. It is. ten pound, yeah. like take up your whole finger, like yeah. Serious. They should have made two holes. You're right. It should be for two yeah, fingers. Two fingers. Yeah. Yeah. For you sure. almost need like the wedding band version of the ring. Yeah. So like a more subtle version that you can wear. I agree. I agree. I mean, you can't. Daily crazy. occasion. <laughs> they, uh, they definitely did a good job, but it is, it's not very, um, what's the right word? It's not, very, it's not very subtle at all. No. <laughs> There's no hiding no. that thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to stick out for sure. For sure, for sure. All right, let's uh, well, let's talk a little bit about this season. Obviously, um, you know, you had the shoulder issue, which has been actually bothering you for longer than just this season. And I want to let you talk about it a little bit and let the fans know what's going on because you've been dealing with it for longer than just the beginning of the season. And the fact that you were doing what you were doing last year, uh, mm-hmm. like. You were you literally, I think, hit a home run in like, like every, once every ten at bats or nine at bats like or something or something. Absurd. Whatever it was, it was like <laughs> the greatest ratio in MLB history, no. and you were doing all that with this shoulder issue that you had going on. And finally, obviously, this year, you know, it got to the point where you had to do something about it. So, um, why don't you talk a little bit about you know what, what was going on with your shoulder? Um, you know, uh, I got labrum surgery in, in college, my junior year and, you know, did my rehab there and, you know, I thought I was, thought I was fine. 
um, you know, I always had some type of, you know, weird aching in my shoulder and stuff like that. So, you know, I, I always did my shoulder program and, and, and did stuff to, you know, try to strengthen that thing. And, you know, over the years, you know, there was times where, you know, it, it hurt more, you know, for a couple months or it hurt. And then it just, it went away from treatment and stuff like that. And, you know, it was just one of those things where, you know, this year it was, you know, I just couldn't, couldn't do it anymore. Um, you know, the treatment wasn't, wasn't working. Um, I was having pain, you know, everywhere on it. And, and, you know, I just, I'm one of those guys that, you know, it, it takes a lot for me, you know, to, to speak up about something like that. You know, I want to play, you know, I, I worked my whole life to, to get to where I am today. And, um, I just, I, I don't have the, I don't know. I, I have that tough time just going in there and saying, Hey, like this is, you know, I can't, it, it hurts. You know, with the Dodgers, it's, it's such a competitive environment. You know, you got guys in front of you, you guys, guys, you got guys behind you, you know, everybody's hungry. Every, you know, we're, we're always contending to, you know, win a championship and you just, you just want to be a part of that. And sometimes you kind of put your body and injuries on the back burner and you're just thinking about that next thing and you don't think about your body until too late. And I feel like that's what, you know, that's what kind of happened with me this year. You know, I was just always thinking about the next thing, pushing my body to the limits at all times, you know, just wanting to be great, wanting to, you know, be the best player I can be, but not acknowledging that I was in pain and I was hurt. And, you know, when we took at it, it was, you know, it was worse than, than we thought, you know, and you know, it, was, it was one of those frustrating things, you know, cause I, I, I'd love to be there with the guys and, after, you know, last year's run, you know, there's nothing, you know, better than just trying to defend that title, you know, and um, just, just being able, just missing out, you know, it, it sucks. It's frustrating. It's, you know, it's all, it's all kinds of things, but at the end of the day, you know, it's, um, it's something I'm definitely going to learn from, um, build character and, um, you know, it's, uh, resilience and, um, you know, it's, I got knocked down right now and, you know, now it's, uh, it's time for me to get up, you know, do what I've always done and, um, you know, just get ready for, for next year, you know, and just, just cheer you guys on during this whole run and, you know, hope for the best. And, uh, want you guys to win that championship and then maybe, uh, next year we'll make it a third peak. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you, you brought up such a good point and I think this is for all players. It's such a fine line between trying to decipher between like, being hurt and being injured, right? Like a lot of times you have nicks and bruises and like little things that hurt, but there's a difference between being hurt and being injured. And as competitors, as athletes, we never want to admit that we're mm -hmm. injured and we always want to try to push through it. Cause like you said, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of good players in our organization and you want to continue to do what you do and you've had success and feeling great and contributing and hitting all your homers, right? And and you don't yeah. want to, you just don't want to admit that you're injured, right? You're like, I can get through this. I can get through this. I got through it last year. I got through it the year before mm -hmm. that. I can keep going. And it's just so, it's just such a fine line. And it's so hard, I think, on on us as players to just feel like we're, I guess, like, you almost feel like you're like giving up on, on your guys, right? You're like, Oh no, like my yep. show, like you don't want to use it as an excuse. Like no one wants to exactly. use that as an excuse 
for why, you know, something's not going the way you want to. Right. And Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just, it's you, I mean, you were put in such a a difficult decision. And like you said, then you go in, you get an MRI and you're like, holy crap, like this is way worse than I even thought it was. So, um, I just, I don't think a lot of people realize, you know, that there's a lot of guys that, you know, have are hurt and don't want to admit that they're hurt. And actually they're actually, there's an injury there that's even worse than you think. And, you know, sometimes fans get negative on players and they don't really know everything that's going on. That's why I, w- I wanted to give you a chance to like explain, like, man, like you were going through this last year too. And, and the stuff you were doing is just crazy. Like unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh it's just, it was, it was just a, just a crazy time, you know? And, um, like you said, it's, it's almost just kind of like knowing when, when something's up, but it's just one of those things where I, I've, you know, when you, when you have injuries, some injuries, like the ones I've had when, you know, you have, you know, hamstrings and, and quads and here and there, and it's just, it's just, it's just annoying injuries. And, you know, when you just start feeling other stuff, you just kind of want to, you know, nah, I'm fine. You know, like you can play through it just because you've, you've had to take time off from all these other nagging injuries and, and whatnot. It's, yep. it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like, like you said, you know, it's just uh, what we put ourselves through and, um, you know, some, sometimes it, it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. And I watched you put yourself through it in the playoffs last year because you had the little growing thing. Mm-hmm. And I watched you like grind every day and you were Piner <laughs> and the training staff and doing all this stuff to get back and, yeah. and get back and, and go on to help us, you know, win a world series. So like, there's, there's definitely a difference and like no player, no athlete ever wants to come out of a game or admit that they're hurt or have to go get in a tube and get an MRI because honestly, there's just a fear of, hearing bad news, right? Like you, you played through it, you played through it, I can play through it. I don't want to go get in that MRI too, because it might say that I'm not, I'm not able to play through it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's crappy, especially when, you know, it's, you know, you, you get, you get it done and um, you're just like, you're just hoping, you know, it's like, ah, hopefully it's just something minor, you know? Yeah. Hopefully it's something, you know, just, you know, take some time off, rehab it. And, and, you know, and then it's almost like, this like slap in the face where it's like, no, you know, nothing, you know, nothing, John Snow. <laughs> yeah. You know, like yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it, that, that's what it, that's what I, like, you know, when, when I got the news, that's like, what's the first thing that like just ran through my head? Like, yeah. you know, nothing, you know? Yeah. So, so talk, just, talk, talk to us and take us through surgery. Um, like what exactly tell everyone what exactly you had, what that was like and, and the process of coming out of that, and and then eventually getting into Arizona and starting your your whole rehab like what what was that all about what was that like yeah it was just you know obviously got the surgery um the anchors I had got put in there from from college um apparently on the MRI um they weren't there anymore they were uh they never attached the right way or you know it was just just kind of a mess or whatever so um Obviously, um, we got that fixed and, you know, I've been here in Arizona, you know, um, just taking it day by day, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm getting antsy because I'm feeling strong again. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm starting, I'm starting to move weight and, you know, it's, it's feeling really good. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of, you know, 
slow down. I have to tell myself, slow down. Um, in the day, like they've already told me, like I'm, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to, I should be ready for, for next year. And that's, that should be the mindset, you know, and, um, mm-hmm. just taking it day by day, get as strong as possible, get that, get that shoulder right, get that shoulder stable. And, um, and then just, you know, just be ready to bang next year. Um, at the same time, you know, I just gotta, gotta be patient with myself. That's the biggest thing. Um, and just, you know, just take it day to day and, you know, just, just keep learning, just keep learning. Um, that's the biggest thing. Just learning from this and, and, and just, uh, just doing my best. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, nowadays there's such a huge conversation and it's such a hot topic, especially in sports talking about mental health and when you experience an injury like this and you're going through it and you're going through your rehab and we've had some conversations about this, you know, being in Arizona and, you know, I, I feel like obviously you love playing baseball, but I feel like one of your favorite things about it is just being around the guys. And then to have that where you have to be in Arizona away from guys, like what, does that do to your mental health and how have you handled it and how have you tried to keep yourself, you know, positive and motivated when, you know, you kind of probably feel like you're missing out on the thing that you love the most right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think it, it has a lot to do with um, being here in Arizona specifically being around um other guys that are also hurt being around other guys that are trying to get healthy, being around other guys that want it just as bad as I want it. Yeah. Um, I just feel like that's made it easier for me, made it easier for my mental health because, you know, I show up every day to the field and I'm with other guys that are hurt and they're, you know, they're, they're getting after it just like I'm getting after it. I think it, it would have been a lot harder for me if um, I would have gone home and I would have been home for a long period of time and just being alone and kind of having a normal life almost, you know? Um, yeah. I think it, if things would have been a little different, I'm not saying they didn't suck at first because they did. Um, but it's just one of those things where, you know, you just, just got to pick yourself up. And, and, you know, my wife helped me a lot through, through, um, through this whole um, transition and, um, it's, it's my family. It's, it's just all been, um, it's weird. It's just, it's, a, it's like, I don't want to say it was like a blessing, but it's, it's just weird. I, I, I try to, you know, always look at it from other angles or, or look at it in another perspective. And, um, you know, this is, this is time I, I haven't been able to, you know, you know, spend with my wife, you know, I haven't been able to just, you know, spend constant time with her and, you know, develop our relationship, you know, develop my relationship with my brothers, develop my relationship with my mom and dad, just cause I'm always on the go and I'm always, this is almost, it, it made me just kind of pause and just go on hold and, and, you know, and just, just realize that I also have a life too, that it's, I can't put all my eggs in one basket and, yeah. you know, just everything was just going so fast with, with baseball it was just, everything was baseball, 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 baseball. And, you know, it still is about baseball. I love baseball, but it's almost like, like that, like I said, like that other perspective where it's like, you know, now there's things I can work on that'll help me moving forward. 
Yeah, that's awesome. That's great perspective, and that's that's awesome to hear. And I'm glad you're getting this time to to do that. That's that's so cool. And and I mean, I've had a lot of injuries and spent time at spring training facilities, and it's very easy to just get stuck in a in a dark negative place. And um, you know, like I said, we've had some of these conversations before, and I know. One of the reasons, one of the main reasons, you know, we have our group thread and I make sure that you're always in it and some of the mm-hmm. hurt guys are mm-hmm. always in it. It's because I think the worst feeling about being hurt is you almost feel like you get forgot about like yep. by the team. And it's not like an intentional thing. It's not like no one's thinking about you or whatever, but it's like you said, like in baseball, it's like, go, 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 pack your back, go to the next city, go, 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 go. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes it's just kind of not forgotten, but just like you just miss it a little bit. Right. And I feel like it's cool that we have our our team chat, our group chat where, uh, you know, you guys are chiming in uh, when guys take big swings or big homers, win games and and you can still kind of feel part of the team. And I hope that has helped you a little bit along the way as well. For sure. For sure. For sure, yeah. I guess uh, no. It's uh, that's weird that, that it's funny that actually that you bring that up because like you know I I think about that all the time. It's almost like man, you know, watching the games and like just being able you know to be in that group chat and seeing the guys talk and then you know just being able to you know wish like congratulate Kenley and 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 you know you know stuff like that. Just big events you know that we have as a group. Being able to just be in that group thread and you know thanking guys or, you know, doing what here and there. And like, it's, it's special, you know, and, and like you said, you, you feel like you're part of the team and, uh, that, that, uh, that threads for sure help. Well, I'm glad it is. I'm glad it does. So we're always thinking about you. And, and like I said, you're one of my favorite guys at the field. I, I miss you to death, man. Uh, yeah, miss, man. miss having you in the clubhouse, miss seeing you in the dugout, joking around, having fun. And, um, yeah, we just miss you, man. <laughs> you bring you bring a lot to the team besides smashing baseballs over the fence. So we can't wait till you're, we can't wait till you're healthy, hundred percent, back with us. But um, one more thing about this rehab stuff, um, and then we'll get into some more lighthearted, fun stuff that gotcha. some of our gotcha. our listeners have asked. I think I don't think people realize like the day that we go through when we're rehabbing. And just how much stuff goes into it from the training room to the strength uh, training to the conditioning on the field. And then uh, I don't, I think you're getting close to hitting, um, taking swings, but um, can you just kind of walk maybe like a fast version through what your day looks like when you get to the facility in Arizona? Yeah. um, So in the morning, you know, usually try to get there, you know, a couple of minutes early, 15 minutes early to, you know, jump in the cold tubs or in hot tub contrast. Then you do treatment for, you know, 45 minutes or so. Then you prep up all this stuff. Then you condition. After you condition, you go through a lift. And then after you go through your lift, I'll go back into the training room to do more rehab. So, like, my days look from, you know, usually I'm at the field around nine ish done around one thirty ish 
and that's just right now with rehab and and my tra- and just training. I mean, obviously the days are, are going to turn a lot longer once I I start throwing and hitting, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, it's I don't know I don't know how they do it now because there's actually some new guys there than the last time I was there rehabbing, but they literally. I don't know if you still have this would write like every single exercise and thing that you had <laughs> on a board and it yeah. li- you walk in and it literally was like 500 things, but they listed everything. They were like laser for five minutes, like mm-hmm. uh, soft tissue then uh, your stretch, your active warm up. Then you have like, it was literally like everything that you did, like, Side lunges, lateral yeah. lunges, high knees, yeah. but and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" It was the most intimidating thing I've ever seen. I'm like, I have to do all that today, and it's 120 yeah, and it's, degrees outside. Yeah. Like yeah. it was crazy. I don't know if they still make that list for you on the board or if they just kind of yeah, they do, through, they do. But yeah, man. just a lot of prep, man. Yeah, a lot of prep in the training room, and then once you think, oh, you catch your breath, it's like you go inside, you know, the weight room, and then you got another, you know hundred things to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have heard some rumors that it's not too bad there because you have a lot of entertainment with Tommy Conley in the house. Oh yeah. Is that, I I heard he's one of a kind and an absolute character. And obviously uh, we brought him on board. If, if you guys, if our listeners don't know and he's rehabbing and I don't think he's going to be able to, pitch for us this year but he will be with us next year and he is quite the treat if you guys like joe kelly i think you guys are gonna love tommy (laughs) the guy is a walking time bomb (laughs) it's gonna be amazing definitely definitely a clubhouse guy um he's intense you know you you need you need a guy like that and we have you know it's a guy that just brings it, man, every day, every day, every day. I heard he just wears basketball jerseys around everywhere, and he's got like a basketball jersey tan. Yeah, like yeah. He, tan. Gosh, his, he's a fanatic, man. He he loves sports. Huge Eagles fan, man. and he's he's all about sports, man. He walks around with his he brings his laptop every day to the field, and you know if he's got to do stuff, he's got games going on on his laptop while he's doing his stuff. And in between sets, you'll see the soccer game or whatever. And uh, but yeah, man, he's he he's a lot of fun. Definitely a lot of fun. Good guy. <laughs> That's awesome. Thanks. I, he you know he facetimes uh, with like J Bone, one of our trainers, oh, yeah. like probably two or three times a week. And if I'm in the training room and I'm just like overhearing this conversation, is I I can't even. <laughs> fathom like the pure entertainment that you guys are having down there. Have you met yeah. this person? Yeah. yeah, he was in spring training with oh, okay, us this okay. year. So uh but he's I didn't know if he was like the legend of he's a wild one. He's a wild Arizona one. Arizona rehab crew. Yeah. yeah he's he, he's gonna be he's gonna be awesome. Oh man. For sure. All right. Well let's uh let's get into a few of these questions that our listeners uh, asked us to ask you and then we'll let you get to bed because I know it's late and you got a, a million things on the board you that, that you got to get done. Uh, Corey, you want to go through a couple of these questions? Sure. After your boys convo wrapped up here. Um, there were a lot of them. I tried to pick and choose. There were a lot of the same question. Um, 
Uh, let's see. What do you, this is what I always ask Justin. Cause he's a big, I mean, you talk to everybody. I look over and you're talking to the umpire. You're talking to everyone. So when you're <laughs> on base, or I guess if you're playing first, you're playing third, what are you talking about with a player that gets on base with you? Um, usually you're just, you're just saying, you know, Hey, what's up? How's it going? And it's usually a, a quick chat. And if you know, if, if you've had like a, you know, hit a homer or, or you know, it, a, it made a good play, you'll probably bring that up or talk about that. But it's, it's a lot of small talk, unless you know the guy. It's a lot of small talk, for yeah. sure. There's some teams I've noticed that you guys don't really chat with the players, though. <laughs> yeah, there's some guys. Some guys you don't talk to. Some guys you do. So, what? like, if if we're playing the Red Sox next year and Kike gets on first and you're playing first base, oh, what's that conversation going to look fully like? fully big him. <laughs> Um, I'm, probably, I'm probably grabbing his butt. <laughs> if he doesn't grab yours first. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. He for sure grabbed mine first. That's funny. That's so good. I love it. All right. Uh, let's go to the next question. Um, what's your favorite Puerto Rican dish? Oh, man. I would have to say, oh, man, can I give you two? Yeah, Absolutely. And I'm gonna probably um, try to eat it if it's dairy free. <laughs> white white rice with pollo guisado. Okay. Which that's dairy free. I also think it's gluten free. Nice. Um and arroz con pollo, which is chicken and rice. Yeah, chicken and rice. Oh, so look it, at yeah, you. rice. Yeah, <laughs> love it. Chicken and rice. It's yeah, it's not not typical at all, you know. <laughs> yeah, the, you, I mean, you really went out there with those. <laughs> is that have you been have you been eating a lot of that in arizona no man i didn't i've been doing the the whole pivot thing oh um, nice for a couple of weeks for yeah. a couple of weeks now nice yeah so yeah um i now that the football started um actually i i have you know i've had at first uh let me see this past sunday was the first uh football week right football weekend yep. it was opening yeah. day oh. yep yeah, I, I I blew it out. Nice. Had the buff, <laughs> had the Buffalo spot. Well, you're from Kissimmee. Well, you're from Puerto Rico, but you grew up in Kissimmee. So, what's your football Isn't it team? Kissimmee. Kissimmee. What is it? Yep. Yep. You got it, Court. Thank you. Yeah. I remember the Kissimmee St. Cloud commercials <laughs> when I was younger. I never went there, but they would say, to, "Oh my God, is it Kissimmee St. Cloud Resort?" Like back <laughs> in the eighties. Oh yeah. So who's, <laughs> so who's your football team? You already know this you already, answer. You already, you already know. You're making him say it out loud. Yes, <laughs> the, do- I, the Dolphins, baby. You and me are like the only two on the planet. I feel like. But, 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 but. Uh oh. I'm a Brady fan. Oh well, and now he's. So cool. I'm one of those. Okay. I'm one of those because just like I'm a Orlando Magic fan, but I'm a LeBron James fan. Okay, so you just so. like you just like the goats of every sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah. Actually, yeah, you know, <laughs> you, yeah. Hey, two is a go, right? Yeah. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think of two on Sunday? I didn't get to watch the game we were playing, so I uh, think it looks good, man. I think it looks good. I, I think I I liked how he looked last year, but I guess I don't know football that much. And guys were like, nah, he wasn't that good. But <laughs> I I like him. I like him, and you know, we want to know. So I mean, I like that. Win. I like that. We got to win. We got to win. I had, I had your tight end Gasecki on my fantasy team and he put up a zero. So 
Apparently, we have oh. a new tight end that I didn't know about. That was the <laughs> first option this week. So I don't know what's up with that because he was. We'll have to make some like lineup changes for next week. So yeah. I'll talk to my yeah. team and see what's going on there. Well, yeah, that's, that's not it. That's not, not going to cut it. Okay. Anyways, yeah, big game against the Bills this weekend. They got to they got to beat the Bills oh, yeah. if they want to win the division. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. Okay, before be I tell you this food item if someone asked with or without ketchup on something would you know what i was talking about uh, is this like a yeah, age-old probably. debate ketchup probably, or hot yeah. sauce on something yeah <laughs> what do you think it is uh is it tostones there you go <laughs> like is that it. a thing like a big it's like it's, like a, like... it's, it's almost it's almost like a it's like a fried plantain yeah. But like the debate of like with or without ketchup. Because I feel like people are like, you can't put ketchup oh, on hot it, dogs. Got it, got kind it, got of it, got I eat them with ketchup yeah. every time I eat them. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah, eat them with ketchup. I, I do. Yes. That's, I, I don't like when people try to, you know, ketchup or because like sometimes I'm just in the mood for it with a little bit of salt. Okay. And sometimes I'm in the mood for it with a little bit of ketchup. And then sometimes I'm a little for mayo ketchup, which is little mayo and ketchup. You mix it together and bang. Ooh, yeah. That, that sounds, sounds good. good. <laughs> when I played, when I played in Dominican, after all the games, I would send our clubby out and he would go and get me like a grilled chicken. Oh my gosh. Every and night. Oh. I remember that. Celes with ketchup. And that was my post game meal, like every game in, in the DR. <laughs> I remember that. It was so good though. And, uh, yeah. I, I never got to go, I never got to go play there, but everybody says they eat well. They eat oh, well yeah. there. Oh yeah. That was so good. I got a full chicken at the game. Like, a not full even chicken. just like a chicken breast. Like, there was a full wait, 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 chicken. Wait, 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 wait. You said full chicken? <laughs> like, a like entire the entire chicken. chicken. Like, Thanksgiving. Oh, like my goodness. <laughs> I mean, what are we You just feast it every night. Yeah. And an ice cold beer and a full chicken. But they also not had like, a beer, a presidente. They also had a, like a Domino's in the stadium, and you could just get like a full Domino's pizza. Yeah. It was great. That sounds, sounds amazing. It was so good. All right. Um, this one, who's your? F- I guess this. I guess this year, last year, who, funniest you teammate. You can't say Kike, okay? You Is can't that what say you're Kike. To say? Yeah. So who's the funniest teammate? No. Who Who's the funniest teammate? Current Dodger. Current Dodger. Current Current Dodger. And you can't say Timmy, whatever that guy's name is. What's his <laughs> Tommy. name? Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Timmy. Uh, oh, little Timmy. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's a, uh... Hey, I'm, I'm going to go with a wild card here. All right. I'm going to go with Mitch White. Oh. Really? Sneaky. Yeah. I can see yeah. that. I can see that. Like, Yeah. Like, he's just... He cracks me up, man. He's just so chill. Yeah, that it's funny. I I love Mitch. He's a he's a crossword buddy of mine. Uh, we do the crosswords every day, and when we get to Saturday Sunday LA times, which are like literally almost impossible, uh, uh-huh. we put a team together, and so it's like me and Mitch and uh, Blake Trinan, and we're all we're all in there grinding trying to finish the crossword. But he is sneaky yeah, he funny. Is. He's like a silent he assassin is. funny guy. Yes, he is. He is. He is. Like not a I lot like of not a lot of words, but he makes him count. No, yeah, it's like it's like he he's done with his day and he's just like chilling on the floor and like everybody's. I'm just like looking at him like, why am I not doing that? Like he just looks <laughs> so comfy. <laughs> he just looks like he's so chill right now. I was like, why why don't I just lay down with him? Yeah, he's got Mitch has great poise. Like nothing 
kind of face yes. to him. He's just yes. always like seems like he's like calm, cool, collective, like you know what I mean? Like he just kind of carries sure. himself. He's For a sure. flat flat line guy. Like Hey, DP, DP. DP's another underrated. Sneaky funny. Yeah. Sneaky funny. Sneaky funny. Hey, he, yeah. lo- he loves hanging out with the boys in the clubhouse, man. DP he does. has he does. so much he does. fun playing cards. Uh, he he loves it. Loves every second of it. So good. So good. All right, Court, we have any more? We have a couple more, no? We have so many. Oh, gosh. Are no, we we'll, we'll keep it short. Okay. <laughs> have you discovered any new hobbies to keep you busy out in the desert? Uh, I'd, I'd love to say yes. <laughs> I try to get into reading a little bit and, uh, that backfired a little bit. Do you fall, then, do you fall asleep? Yeah, it's just like, I'm, I'm reading, I'm, I'm enjoying it. And then I just lose my, like, I I'm, I'm reading words, but like I'm creating my whole story, another whole story in my head. <laughs> it's social media like we're I'm, used to reading like two sentences now so i had a book club a, during covid last year with some of my friends and i would sit down to read and after two sentences i'm like what did i just read like i have to go yeah. back and read <laughs> yeah yeah but for sure just video games i just play video games and that that takes up you know good amount of time now that i'm out here alone lacy's back home for a little bit so do you play with Definitely. any? Do you play with any of the guys? I'm not a video game um, guy, so do you ever get on uh, with, with Gavin? Yes, Gavin, um, Belly. No, I I played with with Belly. I played with DP. I played with John uh, Flynn, and now that uh, Jimmy's out here, I'll play oh, with yeah. him a couple times. Big Sweat. Big Sweat. <laughs> yeah, that's his name. That's actually his name on the. Yeah, it is. It's Don't give it away. Yeah. Don't give away his gamer tag. Oh no, it's not his gamer tag. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do, you, do you ever play with Chico? Have you ever played with Chico? I I used to. I used to. Yeah. I used to play. I used to play Fortnite with him, and I used to tell him that I was his daddy. And he would get mad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Chico gets on with everyone. I feel like. Yeah, he's he's pretty good. Love it. Right. Well, are you watching the games? You watch every game. You don't have to say yes. I no, I don't. <laughs> to be honest, that's good. That's I healthy. Watch, I I feel like I, that's I watch them. <laughs> I watch them, and then like I I'll, I'll watch some of them. But I I always every day I'm on the box score. Every day. Yeah. You mean and to tell uh, me you don't go to Buffalo Wild Wings and <laughs> <laughs> Saddle Ranch is closed now. You can't go to Saddle good, Ranch. So. Yeah, good time. Corey, you don't Corey, you don't remember about what was that, like three years ago, four years ago, Eddie? Uh twenty yeah, twenty nineteen. 2019 in Arizona rehabbing. I went to Buffalo Wild Wings with it was Rios, you it was you who else was there? Kohler? Uh, Co- uh, Tom yeah, Kohler. Kohler. Yes. Um, and two other guys, Matt, 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 Matt Beatty, Mitch oh. White was actually there. Beatty, Mitch White. And what was the left-handed pitcher? Boyle, 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 and Boyle. Yeah. We watched yeah. the, <laughs> we watched the game. Uh, they were playing the giants at Buffalo right. wild wings and we were rallying, taking shots, pulling for the boys. <laughs> it was, a it was a hectic night. We went over to a, another place after that. And I think, I don't know. Boyle took the microphone from the, from the guy. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wild. It was wild. Uh, I some guy asked me for my ID, and I show what happened. Eddie, I like tried to show it, and my 
or he was like, pull it out. And I made some, pull, out, smart, pull it out. He was like, pull yeah. it out. And I was, I made some smart comment and he didn't let us in. We had to go somewhere else. <laughs> he, goes, was, he goes, you're not getting in my bar. Like, yeah. That's my what he, bar, sir. he was oh like, pull gosh. it out. And I was like, that's what she, I think I said, that's what she said or something. And he was like, yeah, you're not getting in my bar. <laughs> didn't let us in. <laughs> Diamondbacks fans. Maybe <laughs> it was fun. That was a fun night. Are you having it any was, nights like was. that? This go around? No, no. It's <laughs> at this point now, it's just like, you know, this whole COVID scare and stuff like that. And it's just like, yeah, you know, last thing I want to do is just, you know, be out and, you know, I catch COVID or, you know, I'm out and I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? You know, I just try to avoid any issues or problems and just kind of keep to myself and yeah, get this rehab done. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's one. I mean, there's one thing about injured guys with the Dodgers that like sometimes you they get to stay in LA and do their stuff in LA and sometimes they have to go to Arizona. And I feel like the guys who go to Arizona always take their rehab more seriously and like get their stuff done because they're like wanting to get the hell out of there. Or wanting to get back mm-hmm. with the yeah. team. And yeah. when when guys mm-hmm. get to do their stuff in LA they it's already like, feel like they're there. So yeah, like, they're getting yeah. they're getting like all the like big league treatment with none of the pressure to play. So there's like no urgency to like hurry and get back, right? Like, but when yeah, you're in Arizona, yeah, sure. you're like, man, it's so hot here. Like, I want to do everything I can to be ready so I can, you know, be available as soon as possible. Yeah, for sure, one thousand percent. Especially when you know if you're here during the summer or oh. you know, like it's like I I want I want out. exactly um all right a couple more and then we'll let you get to bed dude um let's see what uh do you have a good story of an interaction between you and a fan from this year last year just just something to share like because we always have cool interactions with fans right and some is there one story that sticks out to you a kid or or someone where you just had this interaction that always sticks with you uh, i would say um this year when i did the um when i was talking to the kid at the ucla um oh yeah hot yeah when i would tell the uh, hospital yeah the, the hospital that, that we were doing like the kind of taking them around the field on the Oh. Little robot things. Yeah, I yep. I'd probably say that 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 was probably you know the highlight to my year. That's that awesome. awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was good. You know, just uh, it kind of humbles you a little bit. You know, you see you you complain about you know dumb things and you know you complain about things that really don't matter and then you you know you you see kids like that where they're fighting for their lives every day. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's like I said, it just changes your perspective a little bit. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Okay. I got one more and then court's got one for you. Um, Gotcha. I think you, a signature thing about Edwin Rios, like if I asked, if I asked someone (laughs) like, what's the one thing that stands out to you about Edwin Rios? And no, I'm not going to say your Halloween picture. Um, (laughs) Out of respect for your wife. We're not going to talk about that. Um, I would say that you you do have a signature finish to your swing. Uh, 
<laughs> right? So like the, the high finish, almost helicopter, Fred McGriff, crime dog-esque oh. finish. Yeah, like, is that something sure. that you did because you were mimicking someone's swing or is that just kind of how your swing came about? Um, I think it all started with, you know, obviously my, my right hand is my lead hand and that's my strong hand. Yep. That's kind of scary, scary movie. Um, <laughs> Ask me about my strong hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I always, I, w- I would always think like try to get that extension. So once I make contact, like, get those like extra couple inches of, you know, extension through mm-hmm. the ball. Yep. And it just turned into this, I, I guess like just this whole helicopter thing. And, and <laughs> where I had this high finish now and it's like, it was the only way I could get like my ball to come out that certain way was with that high finish. And I don't know, I guess I just, you know, just, Kept doing it, kept doing it, kept adding a little bit more flair. It almost looked like at some point it looks like I almost had like a wand, like Specto Patrona, like <laughs> at the top. But um, no, for sure, uh, I would say uh, my finish is, is, is definitely a specialty, I guess. Yeah, because you, you have you have like the the crime dog bottom hand, almost helicopter, like high finish, mm-hmm. but yeah. like the signature part is the way you finish with your top hand and you're almost like pointing like up at the hitter's eye in dead center. Mm-hmm. And, and when you're hitting all those homers, it's almost like you're pointing where, you're, your where you're hitting the homer. <laughs> it's like the opposite of Babe Ruth. Like you hit <laughs> you hit your shot and then point it out like he called it before <laughs> you hit it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I love sure. it. I I I I love your swing. I, I think it's one of the prettier swings in baseball and it's it's fun to watch you. I think uh I don't know if I told you this, but um at the All Star game this year, there was a lot of talks about who was gonna hit the furthest homer, like Shohei or Gallo or whatever, like how far were they gonna hit the ball? And I was telling everyone about you going over the restaurant in the top deck and BP there. So I was oh, like yeah. I was like, these guys are hitting juice balls. Like they're for sure gonna launch some stuff like way up there and no one did. You still hit the furthest ball I've ever seen at, at Coors Field without a juice ball. That that was yeah, that was probably my best ball. <laughs> and I, I, like, I have to say yeah. that's my best one. And then, and then and then I think I think that might have been the same BP where you said if if I if I hit that one the uh, white sign in, the white yeah, sign the white, the the white sign. Yep. 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 Do you owe him money? I, was, I told him. I think no. I, I said I would pay, No, I, I, I didn't do it. I know, but I said I'd give you like 500 bucks or something if you hit the, yeah, I know, the sign over I know. the bullpen. And he was like, oh, sign over the bullpen? Psh, I'll hit it out of the stadium. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like double your money. Right? <laughs> oh, man. All right. I think Court's got one more for you, and then we'll let you. All right. Even though I've repressed so many memories from the bubble of 2020, do you have a favorite uh, bubble story? Maybe like guys hitting golf balls off the balcony oh, or anything like that that comes uh, to mind? <laughs> Gosh, man, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, it was such a blur. We feel the same like, way. Yeah. Like, it's absurd. So, we were there for like 40 days, and I don't remember yeah, what I did all day yeah, or what happened yeah. or what, like, what it was. I, I would honestly say, like, um, probably after after we beat the Braves. Yep. And we and we got and we got to to go to the tent. That was probably the coolest part of the of the whole thing. 
But uh-huh. besides that, man, it, it's tough. Like I, I even sometimes try to, you know, go back and and think about like just the games, and it's it's weird. It's like just can't really remember. Like it's so, just, weird. Oh, it's it's, it's, yeah. in, it's in pieces. It's like all in pieces. Yeah, like I literally need to go back and watch every single playoff game because <laughs> like the plays like just blur together. Like which game was what play? Like mm-hmm. like Mookie making the shoestring catch and then doubling off Ozuna off third base. Like I don't even remember what game that was in, right? But it was like crazy. Yeah, or, like Belly robbing the homer, Mookie robbing the homer. Like I don't know what game those were in. I just <laughs> sure. know they happened. But I haven't gone yeah. back and watched any of them. I just like, oh, yeah. crazy. Like, all this cool stuff happened, but I have no idea what game or what inning it was in. Yeah, I brought it. I brought it up to to Seager. I was like, "Hey, man!" Like, I was like, honestly, at first I was a little concerned. You know, like, at the, and I saw him this year. I was like, "Hey, man!" Like, I brought up the whole playoff thing, and he's like, "Yeah, bro." Like, I think that's pretty normal. He goes, "You kind of have to have a short memory in the playoffs." Yep, for like, sure. You can't you can't dwell on like stuff that happened the last inning or your last at bat it's almost like it's almost like the next thing you just have to forget what happened and just worry about what's like kind of happening so i guess that's what happened yeah for sure i I think the easiest way to sound like you know what happened in the playoffs is be like hey what game did seegers hit homer in and you can be like game one game two game three game four (laughs) 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 world series and lcs uh every game he hit a homer he was just unconscious he was he was like on another planet unbelievable I think it doesn't help that it was all in the same stadium because normally it's broken up by like travel and like you're here, you're there. So like, oh, that happened away. And no days off in between. Usually there's days off between Mm -hmm. game two and three and game five and six. And we didn't have that. And we were there. And we were there the whole time. We were there the whole time too. We, post, we posted up, and everyone just kept moving out every week. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That was, hey, that was that was that was kind of that was kind of crazy. Like when okay, we moved in, and then it's like okay, that team's out. They're moving out, and then like the next team comes in, and then like same thing. And it's just like all right, well, there was the decal at breakfast, and it was it would just change every week. It was like the LA versus yeah. whoever, and I would yeah. sometimes I would get there early enough, and they were like peeling it off with like a razor blade to like replace it with the next team. <laughs> I think the best breakfasts, breakfasts, breakfasts. I think the best breakfast I've ever had in my life was sitting on my balcony watching the other teams like roll their suitcases up to the front while they were checking out. Like, uh, see ya. Yeah, that was yeah. our best. Yeah, see ya. I, actually, that was, that was not gonna lie. That's pretty cool. <laughs> that's kind of because, like, the funny part is, like, they were towards the back, so they had to like walk by, like, us. just take their suitcases, and walk by our where we were oh, staying. So funny, and they're just like everybody's just kind of like with their heads down. They're not like looking like. Yeah, yeah. that's it, something you don't get. You don't get to see or experience. Yeah, staying yeah. in, in any same, other situation. Like they, it was just so weird, like being in the same hotel. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. But well. Man, we really appreciate you coming on here, and I'm I, I miss the hell out of you, dude. So I know we're you, we're man. coming out to Arizona here soon, and hopefully you come over and hang out. I know the guys would love to see you and catch up. And yeah. again, we appreciate it. Appreciate you coming on, taking yeah. the time, and keep getting strong, bro. And can't wait to see you back on the field. For sure, man. Thank you guys for having me. In. All right, dude. No, thank you. That was awesome. Thank you all so much for listening. And as always, remember to subscribe to the podcast. And if you are an Apple podcast listener, rate and review us. We read them all and we see them all. And they mean so much to us to get your feedback every single week.
Absolutely. We love them. We love reading them. We love the uh, 500,000 or Dinner with Jay-Z ones. We got some responses on yeah, that. Yeah, we're getting I, some good most feedback. Most of the people have picked 500,000. Yeah, it's true. Maybe I, they're all antisocial like me. <laughs> I'm a loner. I'm all by myself. I love it. All right. Well, thank you all again, and we will talk to you all next week. See ya. Bye. Boom. Bum 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 b